Salam Salam from BA. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 3rd of March 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. This past week, the world turned its attention to the war between Russia and Ukraine, and a war of this scale will affect expats and their countries. There are around 500 Ethiopian students in Ukraine. The day the war broke out, they pleaded with the Ethiopian government to bring them to safety and ask the authorities to provide them with a refugee in Poland. A day later, the government responded via the Ethiopian embassy in Germany. The embassy urged Ethiopians to reach out before making any attempts to seek shelter in Poland or any other country. You can find the embassy's phone number and email in our show notes. Back home in Ethiopia, there are many others in danger. The Oromo Liberation Army, OLA, which has been declared a terrorist organization by the House of People Representatives, has taken full control of five districts in the Gijo zone, in the Oromia region. In the areas that are under the OLA's control, farmers have stopped cultivating, health centers have gone out of service, and schools have closed. The Gijo zone's communication director, Johannes Olko, said that there is a serious crisis in the zone. The OLA is killing government personnel and is robbing banks, schools, government offices, amongst others. He also said that the OLA is committing acts of extreme cruelty, such as live burial. The OLA's Western Front commander, Koomza Deriba, better known by his nickname, Jal Mero, told the BBC that the allegations about the inhumane acts are false and said that whoever in his command carries out an atrocity will have a death punishment waiting. The OLA is an organization that claims that the Oromo people have suffered a lot, and they believe that other ethnicities and previous rulers are responsible for this, and they claim that they want to hold office to ensure the freedom of the Oromo people. This was the reason why the House of People's representatives voted for the establishment of the Ethiopian Reconciliation Commission to fix the damage historically made to peoples. However, the commission failed to do so, and this week, on the 1st of March, the commission was dissolved, and the newly established National Dialogue Commission will take its place, and it will even take over the Reconciliation Commission's budgets and its office. The U.S. Embassy in Addis revealed that the U.S. has donated more than 840,000 Pfizer vaccines via COVAX, an international coalition to distribute COVID vaccines. The donation reached Addis on Tuesday, the 1st of March. This increases the U.S. vaccine's donations to Ethiopia to about 7 million. The number of cases in Ethiopia have decreased to an average of two digits. This week's new cases average is just 49. The International Red Cross Committee has also made donations, but in the Tigray region. They are letting Tigrayans, who do not have access to a phone, talk for free to their friends and families. The committee said that it had provided this service for more than 41,000 Tigrayans in just a year. The World Food Program, WFP, said that it is making large donations to the Afar region and that it is providing food for evicted people in the cities of Abdeyara, Yelo, Silsa, and Samara, which is the region's capital. The WFP has provided food for more than 580,000 people in 14 areas. The United Nations Office of the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs said that the Afar region is in the middle of a war because there are heavily artillery and air strikes and hundreds of thousands of people are being forced to flee. The United Nations Office is calling for more humanitarian support. 
Speaking of food donations, the United Arab Emirates, the UAE, has donated 35 tons of food to the Tigray region. The UAE's ambassador in Ethiopia, Mohamed Salam al-Rashedi, said that the food donation was made to help with the humanitarian crisis in the region. The ambassador also recalled that the UAE donated 300 tons of food, including 200 tons of vegetable oil in the region last year in collaboration with the WFP. Unfortunately, food donations to the war-torn areas are not enough. On Monday, the 28th of February, UNICEF said that 225,000 malnourished children and 100,000 mothers are in urgent need of help in the Oromia and Somali regions. Also on Monday, the 28th, followers of the Ethiopian Orthodox Church began the fasting season, which lasts for 55 days and ends in the Ethiopian Eastern holiday. Orthodox Christians will refrain from eating any animal products and will spend their time praying and asking for forgiveness. The Patriarch of the Church, His Holiness, Father Matthias, urged all Orthodox Christians to fast and pray for all Ethiopians suffering because of the conflicts and the droughts. Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed also echoed the Patriarch's request and expressed his best wishes. Every year, thousands of secondary school seniors sit for the university national entrance exam prepared by the National Educational Assessment and Examinations Agency. At the end of each academic year, students are tested on seven subjects and they take one exam for each of them. They are marked out of 700, 100 each exam. And the ones that pass the 350 mark will be eligible to pick the universities they'll go to. Then the agency places the students considering their results. Last year's examinees took the exam early this year because of COVID and the conflict in the North, and the results were released last week on the 23rd of February. The agency revealed that it will not count the result of the civic education exam because there were reports of cheating throughout the country, and the results confirmed these allegations. As a consequence, this year's exam will only be counted out of 600, and the passing mark will be 300. And for our last update, we'll tell you about the Atwood victory which was celebrated on Wednesday, the 2nd of March. 126 years ago, Emperor Menelik II of Ethiopia successfully defeated the Italian invading army at a place called Atwa, in the northern area of what is now the Tigray region, making Ethiopia the only African nation that has never been colonized. This historic victory is celebrated every year on the 2nd of March, not only by Ethiopians and Africans, but by black people all over the world. Adwa is a symbol of unity, bravery, and liberty. To get a feel of Adwa, check out Teddy's Afro's adaptation of the word in his amazing music video entitled Thicker Sue, or Black Man, using the link in the show notes. You'll thank us later. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Have you watched any good movies this week? Read any books? Let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com or follow us on Twitter at Rorschach Ethiopia. Ciao!